<laughs> so I make uh, nature-inspired silver and gold jewellery uh, from a little workshop down here in Devon in England um, and that's my main thing at the moment. I'm also training to be a counsellor which is a side thing to making the jewellery yeah, uh, and hope to bring them together in art therapy at some point. Hi, welcome to today's Ask Austin. Today I'm speaking to Naomi Brooks from Naomi Brooks Design. Hi Naomi, how are you today? Hi Austin, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm great, thanks. Okay Naomi, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? About what I make, uh, oh God. <laughs> Simple question, I can't even answer it. <laughs> so I make uh, nature-inspired silver and gold jewellery uh, from a little workshop down here in Devon in England. Um, and that's my main thing at the moment. I'm also training to be a counsellor, which is a side thing to making the jewellery. Yeah, uh, and hope to bring them together in art therapy at some point. So what made you get into making jewellery? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I um, spent many years working in nature conservation. And I've been told at school I wasn't very artistic, so I gave up any kind of sense of being able to make things. And then I started moving around a lot and started doing some evening classes because that's a good way to meet people. And it sparked off my creativity again. And I tried all sorts of different things, stained glass making, um, I made cards, um, tr tried sewing, was appalling at it. Um, and then I found uh, jewellery making and I started off really simply making uh, precious beads into stringed bead designs and things like that. Loved it, but then stumbled across a day class in precious metal clay, which is what I use. And I've just not looked back. That was about eight years ago. And it's just a fantastic material. I fell completely in love with it. Uh, it's so soothing. Um, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. But it took me a good eight years to persuade myself to go for it. And honing my skills. I, I tell everybody it's about honing my skills in those last eight years. <laughs> Excellent. So a couple of questions for you. Um, in terms of making your jewellery, what do you like about making jewellery the most? And what do you least like? The material I use, it, like I say, is called precious metal clay. So it's not traditional silversmithing techniques. It's a bit like using plasticine or Fimo in its most basic form. So it's like a clay. And I love the way that I can manipulate it and do things with it. I just don't think I could achieve with um, traditional techniques. And I love that. And because I um, make designs from nature, I can capture things in the silver in, in a greater detail than I could otherwise. What I most love about it, though, is that particularly when I started to learn is that you get the clay, you make your design, you let it dry out, and then you get a blowtorch and you burn it off <laughs> for two minutes. And, and then it turns into 99% pure silver. I mean, what's more cool than that? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's really cool. Um, so, I mean, that's what hooked me. It, it's a bit like alchemy. What I don't like is uh, it can go wrong at that stage and it can be quite a costly mistake. So uh, I've recently been playing with gold and silver and I got myself a kiln to speed things up and I've melted quite a few pieces in the learning process. It's good learning. But it's a bit annoying when you've spent quite a bit on silver and gold. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's not that I dislike that bit. Oh, and sanding sometimes. I, have, I do a lot of pre-sanding of the material before I burn it off. And it's a bit like when you decorate a house, the sanding is the worst bit. <laughs> yeah, and, and do you use a tool for that or is it all done by hand? 
I do it all by hand because I pre uh, I sand pre firing. So at that stage, it's a bit like uh, a bit like dried pottery. So it sands really easily by hand. Anything more abrasive would take off too much. And uh, the idea is the more sanding I do at that stage, the less I have to do afterwards. Of course, there's a, a bit of time afterwards, uh, especially if I've soldered bits to it. You can still solder precious metal clay and then you have to do a bit of sanding, but not so much. So you mentioned nature. Um, so I guess that's where you get your inspiration. Is, is it a case of when you're out for a walk, you see something, you think that would, that would look really nice as a piece? Is that how it works or how, how does the process work? Yeah, that's a good question. I spent 20 years working in nature conservation, so it actually is my passion. Uh, I trained trained in that, so this is quite a new area for me. Um, and I'm fascinated not just by going out for a walk and seeing nature, but um, the, how it's connected, the patterns and how they work and how that works and how twigs and leaves come together. And, and that's what I want to capture. So it's that kind of tiny detail. I call them mini landscapes. So you look at a leaf and I think it's like a mini landscape almost or a flower petal and how that's all joined together. And fossils. I like uh, playing with fossils as well because they have such interesting textures. So what, what does a normal day look, for, look like for you? I know obviously you mentioned earlier you're studying as well, but in terms of the jewellery side of things, if, if you dedicated a full day to jewellery, you know, what would that look like? Ideally, it would be getting up later than I used to. <laughs> no longer 6am starts, which is just bliss. <laughs> but uh, I have a little, I'm very lucky enough to have a little workshop at the bottom of my garden. So on a good day, I get to go out there and just make all day. I do like to take some walks and go and get uh, new material throughout the day uh, to inspire myself. Uh, and that's really important, actually. Um, with the way I make things, there's a lot of drying time and uh, in between time. So I use that to either walk, get more inspiration or do some admin. I yeah. just don't like the admin. It's a bit there's always admin. We all hate that, I think. So <laughs> for me, it always gets left to the last minute. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I never used to do anything on social media. So that has been my biggest learning curve this year. So I've only been in business one year. Right. And social media has been um, even more of a learning curve than jewellery making. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's funny because it's not it's, it's not the thing that most people are kind of have done before. And obviously they're concentrating on their business, which is probably something completely different. I mean, obviously I'm in media, so it kind of makes sense for me. But you know for someone who's in something completely different it's it's quite alien and it is a big learning curve but it's so so important because you will get so much business from it especially if you get it right yes and i've been learning that and it's uh, it's invaluable I, and you asked about a typical day i must spend regardless of whether it's a making day or a bit more of an admin day i spend about an hour a day at least on social media yeah. and it is worth that time yeah. uh and because i only started uh, back here at the start of this year, just before COVID, <laughs> it's I, I had planned to do lots of craft fairs and things like that, but I've had to pivot and do more social media work. So to get an audience from scratch is takes a bit of time and effort. Yeah, and it, the other bit as well is is going in front of the camera because um, don't know about oh you, but yeah, I was <laughs> I was really nervous about doing it, but it's like saw that just do it, um, and it. And it really helps your confidence the more you do it. 
the better yeah. you get and the easier it gets. But um, yeah, that is a big, big change. Um, but I, you know, it's great. I see lots of people do it. I see people on Facebook going live and Instagram live. And I guess the likes of Artisanry, which you're part of, has is, is probably helped with that in terms of the community and the the courses that not courses but the the sessions that they run that kind of thing have you got involved in much of that at all yeah a little bit not as much as i'd like um just because of the timings but yeah. I ha when i can it's really uh, excellent and i actually did a couple of talks with them recently about mental health and creativity which uh, is obviously close to my heart so that was really exciting that was a facebook live uh, and that was great. So I like artisanry, not just because of the community, but it's allowed me to push my own boundaries about what I'm comfortable with doing and learn new skills, yeah. which is excellent, really excellent. And they're very supportive with that. Yeah, they are. And, and, and everyone that I speak to says exactly the same. It's like, you know, if, if, if there's something you're not sure about, you know, you can ask them. Um, there's always somebody that can help you. You know, you can... You can go into these sessions and, and just fire questions at people who they bring guest speakers in and that kind of thing as well. So, so it's certainly from what I've seen, it's it's a great resource. Absolutely, and it's really nice what I've discovered. Having spent twenty years working in an office or with groups of volunteers, things like that, I've met and then starting to work by myself. Something like Artisanry Co is so important. I I love working by myself, but it's so important to have that contact with other makers, uh, the support that that comes with that. But just having a chinwag over a cup of tea—it's yeah. <laughs> like I really miss that sometimes. That water cooler moment. Not that I've ever had a water cooler in an office, but you know what I mean. <laughs> this episode of Ask Austin is presented in conjunction with Artisan Rico, a marketplace and community for artisans, crafters, and artists, taking care of the business side of the creative process. To find out more, go to www.artisanrico.co.uk. It's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess it, it's speaking to like-minded people who face the same struggles and issues that, that you do in running your business. So, um, you know, have, having that support network really, really good. So how did you get involved in Artisanry then? How did you come across it? I saw a few of their posts on Instagram. It was quite a long time ago and uh, Pavna uh, approached me and we had a conversation and I really liked that social enterprise element of Artisan Rico and the community element. And I've been looking for a different platform to some of the uh, other big ones out there. I wanted something a bit more um, British based, uh, very much focused on makers and that kind of handcrafted artistic kind of approach. And that brought um, makers together and uh, the customers and that's what I really liked and reinvested in that community yeah. and so um, it ticked so many boxes and they seem to be really into sustainability and um, environmental ethos and as well so that was really appealing yeah uh, and yeah just so welcoming yeah no, that's good um, and, and how in the future how are you planning and using that community to, to help you um, you know, grow your business and also maybe create a bit of confidence in, in what you're doing? It's a really good question. And I I don't think I've spent enough time thinking about it because I um, naively I thought it was just another sales platform initially, despite what I just said about it, having this community around it. But it, it's 
the way that the building the community, the more people that get involved, the coffee mornings and the chats and conversations about mental health, that's really opened my eyes to what I could do with the community. Um, and it's given me a bit more uh, confidence in doing things like this. I'd never have had this opportunity before and probably would never have pushed myself to do this before. <laughs> so it's given me an opportunity to test my skills, broaden my skills in that respect. And actually, like I said, um, connect with other makers. And I want to get more involved. Now I've had a taste of that. I want to get more and more involved in that and learn from other people about business, really. I'm so new to this, but it's good to learn. Yeah, as especially when you've never run a business before, it's you know you can watch as many YouTube videos as you like, but it's it's dealing with people and speaking to other people who have been in the same situation and, and learning from their experiences that that really helps. That gives the most value. I've certainly found. So yeah, you, men you mentioned fairs. I guess you've not managed to do any any fairs. <laughs> I had great plans this year. <laughs> And none of them have come to fruition. But that's actually been to my advantage, I think. I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to turn that around. So we chatted just before we started recording about uh, social media. And um, that's really, it's really pushed me to think about how I can approach a different audience in a much more, uh, in, a bigger, in a bigger way, I suppose. I've never have pushed myself to do so much social media. To, I design my own website. I'm on some different platforms. And it's been an exciting journey. So no craft fairs, that's next year's plan. But it's also got me thinking about how I can use this sort of platform to, to do some teaching and experience days in a completely different way to what I might have done. Yeah, it's funny because we don't know how long this is going to last, obviously. Um, more and more businesses are, are starting to do stuff online. And, you know, it, it, it's helped me because obviously video production is one of the things that we do we're getting a lot of business from that because a lot of people, you know, don't know where to start. And it's even things like, you know, would you do a kind of mentoring session with us to talk us through what equipment we need and that kind of thing. So, you know, that's things that we've looked to try and help, help with. So um, it's great. I mean, the thing is video and video is huge now. You, you know, you just flick through your Facebook and you see how many videos are on as opposed to photos. And it's more interactive. Um, I think you can get your message across a lot easier on a video. So, yeah. you know, it, it's great seeing more and more people doing it and people coming up with great ways of, of promoting their business, you know, whether it's um, Facebook Live or virtual events, um, that kind of thing. So, yeah, the sky's the limit. Definitely. I just got to grasp it, really, because it's kind of nerve-wracking when you've not done it before. Um, but things like um, Instagram have now got reels, haven't they, yeah. which is kind of like the more TikTok. adult version of TikTok. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm quite excited by that because it's short, sharp, little films I can do about how I make it because I know that the way I make jewellery is very different to other people and vice versa. Um, and just even sharing those sorts of things, which I hadn't realised people would be interested in. Yeah. There's so much possibility with that. Um, and people don't actually have to come to you. You can kind of put it out there for people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I didn't realise how simple that was. Yeah. I think it's funny because they always say you should attack the new social media channels. Um, you know, TikTok, for me, I've tried it and it's really hard to get 
traction. I think I've had one video that's got 1,700 views, which for me was like, wow, that's amazing. But <laughs> Pretty impressive. My son's girlfriend put a video on and she got like 150,000 views. I'm like, well, how, you know. I'm afraid I think you're the wrong demographic. No, no offense. I think you might be right, but you mentioned Reels as well, which is obviously Instagram's version of that, um, a rip-off version. Um, yeah. I've done a few things on that and, and getting quite a lot of traction, and the beauty of that is it seems to be pulling in new new followers. I'm thinking mm. of the Reels that's doing that. So it's definitely something I would suggest you know, getting involved in. And things like behind the scenes, people love seeing behind the scenes stuff. So if it's you making your jewellery, people mm-hmm. will enjoy watching that. And as you say, it's only, what is it, 15 to 60 seconds or something? Yeah, really sure. So it's not it's not that you need to produce a five-minute video. So it's, it's dead easy to do. So, yeah, I would encourage, encourage people to, to look at that. Fantastic. In terms of if people want to check out your work, follow you on social media, you're on Facebook, Instagram as well. Oh yeah, yeah. of course. What Who other, isn't? What other channels are you on? <laughs> it's just mainly Instagram and Facebook at the moment. I'd looked around and those were where my customers were going to be. Yeah. I do have a website uh, of naomibrookesdesigns.co.uk as well. Obviously I'm an artisanary co. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You> <laughs> Yeah, but that, those are the main channels. Yeah. And I think actually what I would say is I've learned that you have to focus. You can put yourself out there too much. Yeah. So actually just focusing on a couple of channels has proven more successful. Yeah, and, and the big thing as well is not post trying not to post the same thing to each channel because that really hurts your... The algorithm doesn't like that. It likes it likes yeah. different, yeah. It's, I've only recently found that. Um, that th- they say that if you post the same thing, because I used to post the same thing to Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, LinkedIn, but I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it doesn't like that. It likes so I'm starting to create work for Instagram that maybe doesn't appear on Facebook and stuff for LinkedIn that doesn't appear on any other channel. So mm-hmm. just trying to think about not just doing that blanket post to all. Mm-hmm. trying to make your work a bit more specific for each channel so again something to think about that's really good not, advice not that i'm a social media expert but that's that's what i'm hearing so it's, uh, no it's, no that makes sense and i've been posting to both with the same material so that might explain a few things and again this is why i like the artisanry community so i would never have picked that up unless yeah, <laughs> we'd have yeah. these conversations so yeah, brilliant i'm gonna Oh gosh, tw- I'm going to spend two hours a day on social media now. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries at all. Well, listen, thanks very much for your time. I appreciate that. And uh, no doubt we'll speak again soon. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Austin. It's been lovely. Thank you.